Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Family and to Risa, our superstar host of Radio Boomers Live. Risa. Good morning, good morning, good morning. There she is. Risa, you're always up so early. I don't know how you do it. I, you know, with your five mile walk every morning and you're just ready to go. Where do you get this energy? Yeah, well, the stories of my exercises have been greatly <laughs> exaggerated. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a know, night owl. I stay up all night and and barely wake up in the morning. You know, everybody's getting back into the, the you know the groove here, and uh, you can tell by the freeways. But uh, I think people are coming out of this with their new perspective on how they do things. I, I mean, it's affecting diet and health and going back to work. Everybody has a new uh, thought uh, because they got a taste of what it's like. Uh, maybe doing business from home or, uh, I don't know, looking at things differently. I know it's affected you a little bit. You kind of enjoyed uh, doing your auditions from home, if that's possible, right? (laughs) Well, it's definitely better than fighting traffic for an hour to get to an audition. Oh, yeah, that's that's one of the big stresses people said is they, uh, they don't mind the job. They just don't like the hour going back and forth. But, you know... If you want, you know, why don't people move to the location where they work? Take this big crowd that's going one way and the big crowd's going the other. Why don't you just switch and everybody live maybe 10 minutes from where they work? I mean, that that should work, well, right? Well, that's easier, that's easier said than done, especially in Los Angeles where the price yeah. of living is sky high. But Oh, it's going that crazy. Up to our hot topic Let's guys. see what's going on out there with our hot topics. I love the drum roll. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, nope. Mac, nope. tablet. Nope. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, tomorrow is June 15th, and do you know what happens on June 15th? California opens up again. That's right. (laughs) We are going to be fully open as far as our economy is concerned. Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, it's kind of complicated, and I think everybody's confused. But uh, first thing, they're going to be throwing out the color-coded reopening system. So there won't be any more talks about whether we're in the red or the yellow, or which I never understood anyway. And it doesn't matter how high or how low the county's uh, coronavirus transmission is, we're all going to be reopened at the same time. Um, almost like going back to normal, but there, but there will be some required capacity limits, not a lot, and it's mainly at sporting events and large events. If you have 
an outdoor live event with more than 10,000 people, California will recommend that venues have a verification of vaccination and a negative test in place, which means you need to get it tested 72 hours before you go to the event or proof of vaccination. Indoor venues with 5,000 or more people are required to um, do the same. Well, they're not required. It's suggested that they do the same thing, require that you be vaccinated or have a recent COVID test. However, at the non-indoor events, non-vaccinated people who don't show a negative COVID-19 test result cannot enter. The state says nobody can enter under with 5,000 people unless they have a COVID test or they have been uh, vaccinated. Um, the question about will we still need to wear a mask, uh, I'm still confused on it. California is updating its mask mandate to be different for vaccinated people and unvaccinated people. So you're going to have to check up and find out exactly which category you fall into and whether or not you're going to be required to wear a mask, how you're going to prove you're going to be, you've been vaccinated or if they're just going to take your word for it. Um, it, It's still kind of in the gray area. There will be travel um, restrictions in place, but they won't be as strenuous as they were, proof of a negative COVID test is required to enter the U.S., and your destination may still require proof of vaccination and or negative test. So, again, you need to check on it individually, where you're going, where you're coming back to. And people, it's confusing. My advice to you is do what you feel comfortable with. I went to a big event yesterday and nobody had on masks. It's the first time I've been out like that. If you're still not comfortable, wear your mask and don't let any bu- anyone bully you out of wearing your mask. If you feel comfortable not wearing your mask, don't wear your mask and don't let anyone bully you into wearing one. Check your uh, Google to check and see exactly what the rules are, see if you can make any sense out of it. But know that tomorrow is June 15th, and everything's supposed to change. Jim, what's your hot topic? Yeah, it's a change. You have to be ready for change, that's for sure. The day the Internet broke down, remember what happened June 8th, the outage from Amazon, Reddit, Twitch, and uh, much of the Internet. And then you go back to the pipelines and, we're constantly hearing about businesses, um, big uh, big business, small business. Somebody eventually gets hit with uh, a shortage. All I can say is remember the term backup. Criminals around the world made their plans and hid them using an encrypted message service. Okay, that's they're pretty clever. One problem, it was run by the FBI. <laughs> Surprise. So... Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu, we've heard that name many times over the last 15 years as Israel's prime minister finds his reign has come to an end, replaced by Neftali, and so we'll see how things change. Bitcoin climbs above 40,000 again, 
and yes, it's because of Elon Musk, NATO expected to toughen the G7 stance on China. And you want to take a trip on the edge of uh, edge of space? Well, they're talking about take, we're going to have a report on that down the road here. But uh, you're looking at about 25 million a ticket. So the average age of used vehicle hits an all-time high. If you got that old car sitting out there and you're thinking it's uh, getting up to 100,000 miles time to sell, well, maybe better think again because new cars have gone up quite a bit and uh, people are starting to keep these vehicles. The, uh, the average age of vehicles has topped 12 years for the first time ever. National parks are back in business. In fact, so much so that they're being overwhelmed and closing their gates while uh, visitors are increasing, spending more time sitting in their cars as they want to access the great views of the great parks. Just too many. The great uh, resignation. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah, resignation, not recession. Up to 40% of workers are thinking of quitting their jobs. Many were planning on returning to work, uh, changing their minds. Companies that made it through the pandemic are facing a new problem with a high number of their employees not returning to work. People have time. They've had time in the last year or so to rethink their career paths and found ways to make at-home incomes. Human resources uh, workers, they've got their hands full. Uh, we got the home prices soaring, and the, is there a bubble ahead? Well, it doesn't look like, according to uh, housing experts, things are just going up. Cost of materials are skyrocketing. It's like 400% in some cases. So building a new home could be uh, much more expensive than a lot of people thought, and remodeling. Home equity is at highest it's been in 31 years. Mortgage debt rising over a third as fast as home values. So your values are going up more than... Uh, you know, than your debt. The average medium home price is forecasted to edge up 8% in 2021, following 11.1% increase in 2020. Lower mortgage rates are expected to continue to fuel appreciation. The year-over-year price gain was the highest ever recorded and the stated record annual increase over 30%. A 30-year fixed, uh, you're talking about 275 so rates are still super low for a purchase. Uh, the problem with, you know, you have to get out there and really do your shopping and try to get in there before it's marketed because uh, there's waiting lists. You have multiple, multiple bids, some coming in over 100000 150000 over asking price. But if you can get in there, you're talking about really low rates. And if you own a property and you're looking at maybe 4 or 5%, you want to give it a shot at refinancing if you're over 6.50, hopefully 7%, uh, and get that refi done because uh, it might cost you a few dollars, but you're saving a lot in the long run if you could drop down to uh, 2.5%, 3% even. Well, Reese, I don't know. There's a lot going on, but uh, with that, I think we're going to move into a commercial. All right. A word we got an interesting guest. Oh, yeah. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. 
For a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers We've say. been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work <laughs> for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. That's right. They're doing it the easy way. We're doing it the easy way. Jim, are are you muted, Jim? Well, Reese, once again, uh, we're leaning down the mute button, and uh, we're talking away. Of course, it does give you a time to say a little bit, Jim. And then I don't interrupt, but everybody take a take a deep breath and just sit back and relax, but get out your notes. And if you don't have your notes ready, remember you can go on Archive Show because our guest is Jerry King coming up here. And this is the individual that Reetha and I wish we had a chance to talk to 40, maybe 30, 40 years ago. Uh, of course, then again, uh, I don't think he was around doing what he's doing at that time, but Jerry is the kind of guy who can literally change your life. And if you listen to somebody like this, your future will be different. Believe me, you can enjoy life a little bit more. Jerry Kane is with the law offices of Gerald L. Kane and her Vivos law firm located in Encino and has devoted over, devoted over 25 years helping families achieve their goals, protecting their wealth, which has been a problem. The wealth can disappear and has over 3,000 clients, and is a certified specialist in, here's the key, estate planning, very important, trust and probate law, an accredited attorney with the Veterans Administration, so for your veterans, pay attention, and a top 5% of attorneys in California as a super lawyer for 2020 and 2021. He has partners with the national law firm with 100 attorneys in 26 states, seven countries, and the managing attorney for all of California's attorneys for the firm. He has helped individuals and business owners to protect their assets from judgments and minimal risk and reduce income taxes, capital gains, and income estate taxes. So, I, you know, this is, this is stuff that is beyond important. He is also father of a special needs child who understands and relates to families who need to plan for a lifetime disability and is committed to protecting and preserving assets for their care. Oh, I have to take a breath. And I could go on. He's an in-demand speaker, and he's, has a, he's on the Easyway Wall of Fame, and he has a show on Easyway Network, Maximize Your Benefits. 
But we can go on and on. Uh, he's with so much. He, he was with Meet the Peets and Holly Robinson Pete and Rodney Pete, uh, the Epilepsy Center here, here on that TV show. There's so much. A book. So, Jerry, are you on with us? Yes, I am, Jim. And uh, Jerry, yeah, I'm actually, sorry for the, I actually, sorry I actually for started the long uh, 30, 30 years ago, but not 40. <laughs> so I was around 30 years ago. We know you were around. <laughs> but we wish, we really wish that we have to duplicate Jerry King because people don't realize, and, and, and Retha knows, if we had what you know the knowledge you have, our lives would be different because I think we've talked about this before. All three of us on here realize that there's a lot of people going into retirement, a lot of baby boomers who are not set, right, Jerry? They're not set the way they should be to go into retirement. And guess what? They got to pop out of retirement and go back to work. That that's so 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 true. And um, you know, basically, you know what what we try to do is we try to you know maximize benefits that people are entitled to, and minimize taxes. And you know, we're going to have a, a radio show, not a radio show, but a actual TV show starting soon called Business to Benefits, where we'll be talking more about how to do those types of things. Um, right. You know, making sure that you you've planned for retirement, of course, is a big piece of it. You know, making sure that you've you've got diversification, that you know you've got as much money as you possibly can in the in in the bucket that pays the least amount of taxes, which is the tax exempt bucket. So you know, we look at we look at all those different types of things um, when we're looking at planning for retirement and minimizing taxes. And I don't know about you, but nobody likes to pay taxes, and if it's possible to either minimize or eliminate taxes, which it's quite possible to do that, then um, you know, that's something you want to try to plan for as soon as possible. So no. you don't have to be part of the 1% to not pay taxes. There are loopholes for those of us who don't make gazillion dollars a year. That is true. So yes, you, a, could have, you could have done well after World War One because I don't know if you know the history of this, but many of the wealthy, wealthy people in England – had the the biggest states, you know, this is the top 1%. And the, many of them lost their estates. Well, you know, they had their their butlers and so on and so forth on their 500 acres with their castle. And many of them lost that because of taxes. And we'll fast forward right. today and look at the Hearst Castle, right, Jerry? Uh, that was mm-hmm. lost due to taxes, correct? Uh, you know, I'm not, this, not too familiar with uh, the Hearst Castle situation, but uh, I believe you're right. Well, this is out of our category. Uh, I don't know about Rita, but it's out of mine. But but there are many people that uh, that fall into a situation. And I'll just give you a quick one here. I, I had a friend of mine that had a, a, a property in Newport, and they sold the property. And uh, about 1.3, I guess, and I figured, well, they you know owed maybe 600. They'll they'll get maybe four or five. And it wasn't that way at all. Uh, by the time the state swooped in there right away and grabbed a chunk, and and then the capital gains came in, and tax, 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 you really, <laughs> by the time you're done, you can't turn around and buy the same property again. So you you got to pay attention. Yeah, to that. And you know what? That is 
that is so true. You know, that uh, capital gains, especially, you know, here in California, you're going to pay, you know, the federal rate and you're also going to pay the California rate. And, you know, combined, that could be as much as, uh, what is it, 28%, 33%, something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, as you as you know, you know, there's some major changes that are happening potentially in Congress, um, both with uh, increasing the capital gains rate and also with, um, you know, looking at eliminating what we call step-up in basis. And for those of you who have been relying upon step-up in basis, you know, thinking that, okay, well, you know, I'll hold on to my property. I want to pass it on to my kids and I don't want my kids to have to pay tax on it when they sell it later on, well, those rules might change and we might go to the Canadian system where, you know, we have carryover basis and, you know, as soon as the, as soon as the kids receive the property and sell it, they're going to end up incurring those capital gains, potentially at an even a higher rate than the current capital gains tax that we're paying now. Uh, now, now, what now about is the initial- there a way to avoid that so that you're – your kids aren't paying yeah. the taxes on it, or at least not the high taxes. Yeah. Well, you know, the the ways to, you know, consider avoiding that are, you know, basically, you know, you'd have to, you have to look at, um, you know, what, what can we do now? And, you know, right now people aren't, are somewhat, um, not so sure what's possible to do right now because they're talking about, you know, if you make a gift now and try to transfer assets that you will be, um, uh, you know, that that would apply retroactively. But if you just give away assets, you're not getting the step up in basis. Your your kids are getting the step up in basis. So, you know, there are ways to avoid capital gains tax. Um, you know, typically they, they involve, you know, structured installment sales. They involve charitable planning or charitable giving or creating what we call a, a private ERISA plan. So there are ways to sell a highly appreciated asset during, highly appreciated asset during your lifetime and be able to avoid or defer the capital gains tax out as long as possible. Uh, so for the initial inheritance, is there a tax on that? You know, is it, is it initially the house is, you know, transferred over. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a capital gains tax when they initially in, inherit uh, property or just when they sell? Well, under the current rules, the only time you incur a capital gain is when you actually sell the property. Oh. So if the property transfers to the kids and they hold on to it, they're not going to incur any, any capital gain. Um, I believe, you know, the current tax rules are looking at that when that transfer does put, take place, that there would be an immediate capital gain, gains tax due, um, you know, with certain exemptions um, and certain dollar amounts. But the, you know, overall, you know, as far as taxes to the estate, that too is potentially going to change. Um, there's so much to talk about, gosh. You know, the... Oh, yeah, I know. You know the, this is... Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, the estate tax currently is about $11.7 million. And most people aren't affected by estate taxes right now. But, um, you know, Congress says absolutely nothing. Come 2026, we're going to be at around $5.5 million. However, you know, most of the Biden's plans and the, the other proposals 
are all looking at reducing that exemption down to about $3 million. And a lot of people on this call might think, well, you know, I don't have a $3 million state, but maybe you do because a lot of times, you know, what I find is that people who are under, you know, 40 typically will, you know, greatly overestimate the size of their estate, but people over 60 typically underestimate. And, you know, most people don't are not aware that life insurance is included as part of your estate. So, you know, if you've got here in California, you know, it's pretty easy to have a million and a half dollar house, you know, you add on a million, $2 million life insurance policy. And all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you've got a taxable estate that you wouldn't have had, you know, under the prior rule. So you know, right now we're telling people to start looking at these issues because, you know, if the exemption reduces, you're going to potentially pay more in estate taxes or your family will pay more in estate taxes later when your kids inherit those assets. So, so it, it could go up if they inherit a, uh, an insurance policy, not just the, uh, the initial home equity. When they look at, when you're paying estate taxes, they value your entire estate. If you own life insurance, that's part of it. So if you have, you know, a, a million and a half in your house and you have a $2 million life insurance policy, your estate's at three and a half million. And if the exemption's at 3 million, that oh. means that you're going to be paying estate tax on the amount above okay. the 3 million, you oh. know, at, a, at as high as, you know, 45, 50% of the estate. So, oh. In theory, what happens is that that life insurance proportion of it is actually becoming taxable. So what we want to do is, you know, one thing we want to do is we want to shift that life insurance policy outside of your estate and make the owner of that insurance policy a trust so it's not included as part of your estate. And that's something we will regularly do with our clients, and that gives you more control over it, too, because you can – you know, make sure that your your kids receive that policy not only in one lump sum that's protected against potential creditors and bankruptcies and failed marriages when you pass on that insurance policy as well and stays in the family. The, these few things you're doing, and we have, uh, Jerry, if, if you have a minute, Reese and I only have about 92 questions left uh, for you. <laughs> but, and, and they're all so important. The stuff you're saying, this is a life changer for people. And, uh, if they don't follow some of this, it could be very costly for them and their, their family and so on, uh, who's that down the line. Yeah. And yeah, so, they, uh, they always say, you yeah. know, planning is the best. You know, the, the people who don't plan are the ones who, you know, end up with issues. And the lack of knowledge can be very well, costly. Well, Jerry, how, how can people get in touch with you? If they'd like to set up a, a, a trust or get some information, how do they reach you? And Jerry is on the East well, Wall of Fame. Congratulations, Jerry, on that. Yes, well, I can be reached and, uh, you know, connect uh, anybody on here. Feel free to connect with me on the Easy Way Hall of Fame. Well, um, Easy Way wall, wall of Fame. Let's make Wall, Easy Way Wall of Fame. Say hall. Make that. <laughs> wall yeah. of Fame. Wall, wall. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> And uh, um, you can also find me at my on my website at EST. That's like estate but shorter EST plan plan dot com. There you can schedule a complimentary consultation. Just say you saw me or listened to me on the the Radio Boomer show, 
uh, or call our office at 818-905-6088 and schedule a complimentary consultation. Um, we are going to be launching our Business to Benefits show where we'll be talking about many of these different topics, maximizing benefits for business owners, individuals, uh, maximizing benefits for veterans, uh, individuals with disabilities, tax planning, all kinds of different issues. And um, we'd love to have you join our community on Facebook. You can find us at just go to Facebook, search groups, go to GK Live, and you can find the Gerald L. King Live community on there. Join our group, and there will be more information about how you can find the show, as well as you can find the show on easywaytv.com as well. And I think those are the best ways to find us and contact us. You're everywhere. But I have a question for you. This is the number one question. Do you prefer being called Jerry or Gerald? I asked that too. <laughs> well, I actually, um, my friends call me Jerry, and you're welcome to also. So I actually prefer being called Jerry. Um, professionally, I've been going by Gerald just because it, it sounds sounds more professional. But um, I actually prefer Jerry. It's the same with me, Jim okay. and Jane. But I want to – congratulations <laughs> on the business to benefits. That's really gaining momentum. And uh, you, every, our listeners can, uh, can tell the, the benefits that are going to be on that as far as how it can help your life. And, and this is a boomer show, but these are, are things that the younger people should be listening to because that's how it can really change your life if you plan in your 30s and 40s, right, Jerry? Planning is always the best as early as possible because that gives you the most options and it gives you the ability to course correct um, if you're not on the right track. So, you know, one of the things we'll get down, sit down is complimentary look at your current overall situation, both from an estate planning perspective and an overall financial perspective, and make sure that everything's well-coordinated together and there are no holes you know, put together a, you know, a roadmap showing you exactly what you should be doing today in order to get to the future that you want to get to tomorrow. And by having all those different pieces in place now and filling all those holes, you know, it's going to really show you, you know, how to get to point from point A to point B. And, you know, we always say if you don't have, you know, a, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there. So we show yeah. you where you need to be going so we can show you how to get there. Well, that's uh, these are definitely treasure trove of inf- it's a treasure trove of information, and we definitely need to have you back, and uh, I'd go over to. another. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, like I say, the always uh, great having you on the show. Thank you for yes. coming on, Jerry. You know you're very busy, and uh, we'll be tuning in to business to benefits for sure. And uh, until my, then, Jerry, we're pleasure. looking forward to having you back. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us, Jim and Risa. And, yes, come come visit our show where you can learn how to maximize benefits and minimize taxes and really learn exactly where you need to be going. So thanks again for having me. Thank you, Jerry. And uh, with that, I, see, Reese, this is the kind of stuff, don't you wish that we were listening to this? You know, we had this information years ago. Boy. I wish I had paid attention years ago. But <laughs> it's time for us. To go to our Got a commercial? next word from our sponsor, and then on to Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's Corner. 
Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the Easy about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Here we are again, once more, and... I'm sure you're feeling grand, or should be. (laughs) I've got a great guest. She's amazing. I consider her a walking encyclopedia. She's from Kentucky, and boy, does she know about Kentucky and can tell you more. Uh, She's got many credits, including awards. She received um, a prestigious award, Uh, which uh, gave her entry into the Transylvania University, the Lexington Community Award, uh, and she also attended Yale on a scholarship. Uh, She has so much in her background of interest. I'm waiting for her book, if she hasn't already got one. She is an actress, and currently... She has a recurring role on the HBO show Euphoria, starring Zendaya. And she's also uh, on the American teen drama series Acrylic. And um, she's got many credits, including Coal Miner's Daughter, uh, Memphis Rising, Elvis Returns, and so on and so on. Uh, So let's bring her on and have her amaze you as she has amazed me. Good morning, Brenda Maddox. Good morning, dear. That was a lovely introduction. I do so appreciate it, and thanks for those claps and applause. Yes, I'm the daughter of a, I'm the daughter of a historian, so wherever I am, I feel indebted to the land on which I walk to learn something about it, and that is certainly true of Hollywood. One of the things I wanted to mention that I had mentioned to you was that a very dear friend of mine who was a top writer in the Lexington newspaper wrote an article about Marilyn Monroe's older sister, whose name is Bernice. She was married to a man from Kentucky. She looks a lot like her sister, but not completely, but she's dark-headed. Anyway, she uh, had a deal with Marilyn that they would not talk about each other, but Marilyn always contributed to her mother's care because her mother long outlived Marilyn herself, but she had mental problems. Bernice, of course, knew exactly who her father was. It was spurious as to who Marilyn's was, but she didn't hold that against her mother. Things happen. People go crazy. Many things come on in this life. Anyway, uh, she would come for the last time about eight years ago to her memorial over there in the the west of Hollywood, Crypt to see her and always loved her 
and they had a perfect understanding. And when Marilyn died, what she gave her estate to uh, Lise Strasberg as well as to the care of her mother. And Bernice did that to the, to the time her mother died. I didn't know that, but if you check her, I did know she had an older sister, but I did not know she had anything to do with the Florida very, very soon. And uh, the mother was living there, and her, her daughter, Bernice, was looking after her until she made her transition into the other world. That's one thing I wanted to say. Secondly, anything you've got to say, uh, honey? You want to say yeah, something? Yeah, well, I was going to say that that's quite a mouthful. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that most people are not familiar with that part of Marilyn Monroe's history or even are aware of Bernice, her sister. Yeah. Those people who were your friend, George Shakaris, knew her very well. And so did my friend, Freddie Novice, who's a Puerto Rican uh, drummer that's renowned to play with Chico Puente and all these people. But that's how I learned about it from Freddie. But he, he was going to invite me with George to be there because they would always go whenever Bernice showed up. So if they need any verification, tell them to go to George Shakiris' website and find out that I'm speaking absolute truth. That's first. And I know that George is a good friend of yours, I've been told. Well, you know, I, I've been around the block a few times, so I'm sure <laughs> we've, we've crossed paths. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, my friend Eric often um, mentions that I know a lot of people in Hollywood, and it's not just Hollywood, but just in general. I've met yeah. so many people that sometimes uh, it amazes me, but for whatever reason, um, the higher power has put them in my path, and yeah. I've had the pleasure uh, of meeting so many wonderful and great people, including yourself. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ditto, 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 shall we say. Anyway, I do want to mention one other thing. If anyone has tremendous interest in the history of how this town was founded, one should read the autobiography of Lillian Gish, which is just profundity extraordinaire. It's called The Movies, Mr. Griffith and Me. And in it you will find out that the stable of actors that UW had included one lady named Gladys Smith, whose name was not suitable, he changed her name to Mary Pickford. That's only one little tidbit. They met Winston Churchill, and I'll get back to Winston Churchill on my next bit of information. But it is a wonderful, incredible autobiography by one of the first ladies of, of movies, just as Betty White is like the first day of television. Well, Lillian Gish can hold that stance along with her younger sister, Dorothy, for all the silent films. And that brings me to to the point of the HMS bounty. Shall I go further? Yes, but, you know, while we're on the subject of uh, silent films, uh, I, I want to mention Rudolph Valentino, and, oh. and I don't know if my friend is listening or not, but she's a member of the Rose Breast Cancer Society, and, she, and I wrote an article about her which came out on her 93rd birthday, which was January the 9th of this year. And she was the mysterious lady in black who arrived in a carriage to put flowers on the resting place 
of Rudolph Valentino, and I guess it's okay for me to reveal who she is now because she told me about it and and gave me permission, and it's in my article, and her name is Gloria Berlin. Gloria Berlin, B-E-R-L-I-N? Yeah, B-E-R-L-I-N. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I love you, Valentino, and I finally found his, his uh, place in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery very recently, no more than a year ago, and I searched long and hard, and I was honored to be there. I, as a small child, when I would see a movie magazine of old-time movies, his, his just in a black-and-white picture, he seemed to jump out. He had such charisma even in his photographs that I don't think I've seen in any other actor from that day to this. That's just a personal thing. And I finally got to see my first Rudolph Valentino movie, uh, The Shake, as the proper pronunciation, but we say Sheik here. My mother always corrected me. She was an English major. But it's really Sheik. Uh, just to let you know. Anyway, that's beside the point I want to talk about now. The HMS bounty, my dear. Going to silent films. Years ago, uh, a, a, a place was created for the silent film stars to live, plus others, but basically silent film stars, on Wilshire Boulevard by a Gaylord uh, Wilshire. And it's called the Gaylord Building at 3357 Wilshire Boulevard. It's an apartment building, but in addition to that, the silent film stars had their own bar and restaurant attached to it. In fact, when you eat there now, you must go into the apartment building because that's where the restrooms are. So it was created for them, and in time it became a situation where the people that performed at the Coconut Grove, which was in the Ambassador Hotel, were tragically the wonderful Robert Kennedy was murdered, uh, and Duke Ellington, uh, Chet Baker, Ella Fitzgerald could come there at 2 o'clock in the morning after they did these shows. There was no discrimination because they were exhausted from giving all their love and their music and the talent to their people that came to see them. And Marilyn Knowles saw to it that Ella Fitzgerald got, got received because she would be there every night, and they tried to keep her from singing anyway. But they could come there and have dinner there. Plus, the guy that originally owned it, it's about 100 years old, was an Englishman. And, of course, the bounty was the, the uh, ship that mutiny on the bounty was written about, which was a true story of Captain Bly, initially Charles Lawton, and Clark Gable played Christian Fletcher. And in there, he's got a map of the whole trip that the bounty made where the mutiny took place, which was very close to Pitcairn Island, where they escaped to, uh, rather than go back to England to face sudden death because they did not kill Captain Guy. Anyway, uh, that's been made into a movie with Marlon Brando and Mel Gibson. But the guy who owned it was from England, and Winston Churchill came there in one of his visits to the United States, and he showed me a guy named Ramon Castaneda, who is the, uh, now the owner of it that's worked there 57 years, started out as a busboy that loved it so much and went on and on and on, and now he owns it and can give you almost a history of, uh, of uh, Hollywood in a different fashion than anybody I know. And then he shows you where William Randolph Hearst had a certain booth there. Directly across the way, 
was where Duke Ellington would come every night when he was performing, and Chet Baker, the great trumpet player. All of these people came to this place, and to this day, my dear, it is so loving and so warm, and the prices are so reasonable, it's unbelievable. And Ramon uh, can give you a complete history of just this one small, beautiful, wonderful place on Wilshire Boulevard. And um, I was just there on Wednesday night. My manager loves that place, and that's the favorite place that she ever wants to go for her birthday. Her name is Sherry Robb. And so we had a wonderful gathering. And I would suggest to anybody, if you have, they'll accommodate you for 12 or 16 people if you let them know because they're so giving and so wonderful. So I'm just so glad that I have had the opportunity to know about it and to meet the owner and uh, learn about Jeanette's bounty. So uh, that's that's that. But also, is, where are we at? I, I want to make well, you've got a birthday coming up yourself. Oh, well, yes, I do. My usual 49 and holding, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and I'm going to give myself away. Jack Benny never never made it over 39. I know, you devil. You're younger than I. Do it. <laughs> I, 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 I used to say that when I had my 40th birthday party. My first thirty-nine and holding, which I thought was pretty clever at the time. Yeah, it but is. But now, yes, uh, and I, it was a life begins at forty party. And uh, anyway, I look forward to seeing you more. And I know yes. how wonderful you were to have come to the late Michael Ray's memorial and sing your song and play the piano, because your your friend Tom Porter and my and me and Michael were involved in a television show called Key with Michael Ray, which was the best cable access show seemingly at the time when that was happening here in L.A. It was a sad loss as far as I'm concerned that that ever disappeared because so many people got joy from that. And uh, I, I, did you have a cable access show too, Kamalita? Well, you know, I've, I've done some television um Productions, we're still, you know, are are you know waiting <laughs> to be exposed, but that's another story. Um, yeah. You know, I, you know, I've done some interviews on television, what have you. But I, before we go too far, I want to talk about Bob Hope since we mentioned Jack Benny. My husband yeah, yeah. used to work at CNN, and uh-huh. uh, you know they had many amazing <laughs> guests, and many of them, you know, had. To, travel up that elevator and uh, Jerry was in the elevator with Bob Hope one day and he happened to step on my husband's foot <laughs> and so and so Bob Hope told my husband he says I guess you own the building now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know he was funny like that you know just uh, natural like Red Fox Red Fox became a personal friend of ours way oh, he was just such an amazing him. guy Ooh. just amazing and uh-huh. uh, and I'll tell this story online because uh it, it's it's a clean story <laughs> but uh, his <laughs> his uh, mother mother mary carson had adopted jerry and i you know she she uh, called us uh, you children 
And one one day I went with her to Las Vegas to visit Red, and uh, apparently he was not expecting us because when we got there, he did open the door himself. He was wearing a red robe, and uh, when he saw his mother, uh, he kind of freaked out. And she said, oh, but you know, you love your mother, dear. And he said, I'm just as happy to see you as a hobo is to jump off a freight train. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I thought, oh, my goodness. But he would say stuff like that. It was so, he was just naturally funny. Yes, I know, I know. Yeah. My mother, adore that family son. Uh, There's certain people that have that ability and just give these quips, and Bob Hope as well. I yeah. Defame any politician or this, that, or the other when he was doing the Academy Awards, and I knew nobody in the world that could say those things to somebody and get away with it and have them laughing at themselves, which is an yes. art. Yes, and listen, Brenda, I just want to, um, you know, thank you now because uh, it is time for us to get yeah. on our horse and ride off into the sunset. Yes, and uh, I, I want to mention uh, your the name of your company, um, the the company that you that you uh, operate your production company with. Can you tell us the name of that again? It's Blackwater Circus. However, I'm more now attuned to working with Tom Porter, and uh, as the two of us as producers, so. We haven't come that much. Well, I, well, Tom Porter is a wonderful guy, and uh, we've been doing a lot of things together over the years. Yes. And I met him through Pasquale, uh, another mutual friend. Uh, yes. And uh, they're they're probably listening now. So hello, guys out there. Yes. <laughs> hello. Uh, and. Uh, Anyway, we're going to move on now, and again, thank you for coming on and that amazing information. I hope you folks were out there paying attention and taking notes. Thank you so much for <laughs> Okay, bye-bye. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right, it's tech time. Well, they it, it's not a new method of trying to separate you from your money, but there's a, a racket going on that's been going on for a while, and I got hit with it again last week. It's called cloning your Facebook page. Now, cloning your Facebook page is different from breaking into your Facebook page and posting things on it. This is where they actually copy the front page of your Facebook page, they transfer it over to another name, but on the surface, it'll say your name. So on, my, on the page, it said Risa Gray. It had my picture that was the same as the picture that was on my real profile. But the main difference is instead of having over a 1,000 um, friends, it only had like three or four people. And what they do is they clone this page, it looks like your page, and then they start sending out messengers, messages on Messenger to your friends or even on your on the wall of your Facebook page. 
Now it'll start off innocent. Hi, um, please, please friend me. Well, if you're already my friend or someone else's friend, check before you push yes on that friend button because the next one will be, oh, hi, how are you? I'm stuck in London. I need $1,000 until I get back. Someone stole my purse. Please send me $1,000. If any of you are on my Facebook page and you're following me, I am not asking for money. I am not selling any products. I am not doing anything that would require you to ever send me any money on Facebook. I couldn't believe it. I was getting phone calls and text messages saying, Risa, are you uh, in trouble? Are you okay? Some people figured it out and said, Risa, your, your Facebook page has been hacked. It wasn't hacked. It was cloned. Now, it's an easy way to figure out how to get taken down if they do it in your name, but a lot of people don't know how to do it, and they want a phone number. Facebook is not going to give you a phone number to reach them. They're just not going to do it unless, well, I don't know how what the unless is because I have yet to find the phone number, but you can report the fact that this is not your page, and all you have to do is go you have to go to their page, the clone page. And the way you find that is you search on Facebook for your name. And if you just have the one Facebook page, then you're set. Nothing, Nothing's wrong. But if you have another Facebook page that isn't your Facebook page, that's when you're in trouble. You go on that page and click on this, uh, like the three little dots. Click on the three little dots, and you're going to get a, a pop-up menu, and it'll have um, find support or report profile. You click on that, and then you put please select a problem to continue it says pretending to be someone fake account fake name posting inappropriate things harassment bullying and you can also find if you keep looking you can find one that says that they're posing to be me if it's your page if it's my page and you know that's a, a clone page of mine please Report it. Facebook is very careful. They're not going to take down my real page if you report it on the fake page. Not on the real page, on the fake page. It can happen to me. It can happen to you. They want to separate your friends from their money. So immediately put a post on your page that you have a clone page that this is the only real page and that you are not asking anybody for anything. I can't believe that people are still doing this, and apparently they're getting away with it and people do send them money. But I just want to tell you, I didn't send out anything requesting any money, any product, any anything. And if your page gets cloned, immediately Google, put Facebook's, 
Facebook your name. Search for your name and look for any page that is not you masquerading as your name. And if you are suspicious of something on one of your friends' pages, send them a message. Let them know. I think someone has cloned your page or broke into your page or is sending out messages from your page. Let them know. Don't just say, oh, I don't want to be any trouble. No, let them know so they can get it fixed. So, again, I hate to be talking about ways that people are trying to rob people over the Internet, but I want you to keep your page safe. That's my tech time for today. Jim, what's your gym today? Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby boomer. it's time it's for Jim from Jim. Good tips, Ruth. Uh, I found an article in Psychology Today, and I wanted to uh, give you a little information on how perseverance pays off. It's one of the things I, my son, uh, hard work, determination, drive, and perseverance. Well, I found an article, 10 Reasons to Keep Moving Forward by uh, Dr. Barton Goldsmith, PhD in Emotional Fitness. 10 Reasons to Keep Moving Forward, right? Tools to help you get unstuck because we run into challenges and uh, the key is just keep going. Uh, You might want to be an astronaut, but uh, something comes along, you just can't be because of the vision or whatever, but you keep moving forward. Maybe something similar in that field. So I'm going to go over these 10. Staying on course can be challenged when your life throws a sucker punch at you. Here are some tools to help you get to where you want to go and shake off what was uh, something that held you back. Okay, number one, don't give up. Once you quit, it's never quite the same. Whether it's a relationship, a job, or your life, you you are in charge of your choices. Giving up may enter your mind, but find some way to keep going even if you have to do things a little differently that's that's the way i see it um if a plane's taking off from new york it heads to la and winds up landing in the right spot if it goes off course the computer puts it back on course um if things go a little off you may have to readjust a little bit and uh, no problem with that one day at a time it can be tough going into this world we have created, former lovers sue each other, companies fire people to increase the bottom line, and there are evil people who do things to set you back. But, uh, you know, you see if you work things out or or just find a, find a way of moving along and get, in, get back in with the good people. Well, then, prosperity can come into a New York minute, so be ready. Uh, you really do never know what tomorrow will hold, like we've said in our own words. If you want to give God a laugh, tell him your plans, right? Uh, I have seen things change drastically and for the better overnight, and it even takes a little longer, if it takes a little longer. uh, That's better than hiding it from the world. Stay positive. The world is not your enemy. Albert Einstein once said, we all need to see the universe as friendly. This is true wisdom from a great man who knew more about the nature of things than almost anyone. Go at your own pace, but don't stop moving forward. You may have seen uh, or you may have been beaten down, but you're not even if you have suffered and lived through a life-altering trauma. If you still have a beating heart and air in your lungs, you can get back on your feet. Uh, 
I've shared my story about that. You know, I've lost a lot, 80% of my real estate holdings because uh, of hurricanes and great, you know, recessions and everything, and then hit with several health issues. You just keep going, that's all. Okay, remember, it's not a race. If you do just one thing a day, you will reach your goal. Sometimes even doing that one thing can seem overwhelming, and if so, just get started, and you can always give yourself that weekend off. And uh, that's the way to do it. Just do something, whether it's waking up, emptying out a drawer, emptying it all out in a box, cleaning it out, and put things back in order there. That day, you straighten out a drawer. That's one. Even making a little progress can go a long way. The key is to stick with what you started. It's kind of like writing a book. In the beginning, you have an idea or maybe several, but by writing a page at a time, you will complete the book and feel pretty good about yourself. Progress is a great healer. Uh, it's the one step at a time thing. Recognize what you are doing, though it is, uh, you know, what you are going through now is not permanent. Sadly, there are things we can do nothing about, but we have a lot more control over our own moods and actions than most people think. Think about your thinking. If you don't think you will make it, it could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Research says that up to 80% of your thoughts are negative, and that needs to change. When you learn and recognize your negative thoughts, you can begin to think more positively. And it's a story I told you about, uh, you know, the saying we have at Easyway, the way in which you think determines the outcome. Uh, People of, you know, different religions say it's in their books, God says that, and the people in science say it's proven, the way in which you think determines your outcome. So you definitely want to think positive. Number 10, learn to deal with disappointment. Murphy's Law, and you know Murphy's Law, um, is in full force, you may wonder why you are even trying. Murphy's Law is if things can go wrong, they will go wrong. And sometimes they even say, well, I brought Murphy with me. The truth is that successful people in all walks of life have to deal with disappointment sometimes. It's part of the deal. The trick is not to let disappointment stop you ever. So there's 10 10 little tips, and you just want to keep moving forward. We all have our challenges, and you don't need to grab that bottle and fall into oblivion. You know, you just pick pick up, pick yourself up by the bootstraps and move forward. Reese, you still, still with us? Okay, Reese may have gone to There she is. No, still with us? Okay. no, I'm here. Put on a happy face. And Reese, you've, you've been through that because – you go to auditions, and you know the world of acting. Every time an actor goes to an audition, they don't get the part, do they? We face a lot of rejection. I was talking to someone the other day, and they were saying they didn't want any more rejection. I said, well, then you you need to get into another business because <laughs> Hollywood is full of rejection. But then you so get that part, and you remember why you do it. It's a numbers game. What would you say if you wanted to give us, uh, the audience, a little percentage? Uh, your average. Uh, you know, I'm not talking big star. They go for a part they want them. You know, everybody wants that certain star. But the average, what would you say the percentage is when they go to auditions? What percent would they get the part? Well, the average um, working actor needs to do a lot of auditions. Um, 
when you when you kind of get at the top of your game, I understand that commercial agents are happy if you get a call back, which means at least a second look by the director. That you get a call back four out of ten commercial ten auditions. So that means six auditions, you get no feedback from whatsoever. And if you get a callback from four, you're considered successful, And even if you don't book one of those four. So I know years ago it used to be that if you needed 100 auditions to book a role. I've heard it wow. down to something like 60 auditions to book a, to book a role. And most actors don't get 60 auditions a year, especially oh. when they're starting off. So it might take you a few years to get to that point, just to be a working actor. Now, you, you, you're also at a, a little bit of a disadvantage numbers-wise, because years ago, you would be in Hollywood, and there would, something would come up. I guess there's certain papers that actors get that shows roles coming up. And that group would go in for the auditions. There could be 50 people, 20 people, 100. But now you're dealing with people that could come in and submit online, right? Absolutely, from anywhere in the country. You just need to be able to get there within 12 hours or so. So if you're going to live in L.A. but you still want to audition in Atlanta, which is still a very hot spot for show business now, um, you can live in L.A., but when you get that call back, you're probably going to get it about 5, 4, 5 o'clock in the evening. Your call back might be 11 o'clock in the morning, which means you better be on a plane sometime during the night uh, <clears throat> if, if so. you want to work, you know, all the different places across country, which you can do now because of online um, auditions. I know Eric went to an audition for a big uh, role for Axe Body Spray, and there's a lot of people. And they had they would give them certain lines. They give you lines to read, right? Uh, right. You don't usually alter those. And they, he said, well, you want somebody that does, you know, the hip-hop rap type thing and, and so on, because in the commercial that's what they were going to use, the hip-hop artist in a big limo. And uh, he said, well, I have my own way I would do it. And they go, well, we have a script that you have to read. And they go, well, you know, and then he told me, he said, let me just do my thing. And they go, well, you know, they're kind of letting him know, well, you know, that could cut your odds down if you're going to do your own thing. And he went ahead and did his own freestyling and he got picked. I don't know how many hundreds of people tried for that, but uh, he wound up going to South America and doing the uh, accident well, commercial. Well, that's just it. You never know. Like they said, you got a 50-50 chance. If you don't do what we're asking for and we don't like it, yeah, you've burned your bridge. Yeah. And, um, and there, but there are hundreds of stories like that in Hollywood. When uh, Henry Winkler went to audition for Fonzie, he went into the room and there were all these surfer types. And he was like, oh, I must be in the wrong place. And he figured, what do I have to lose? So he went in and dazzled them. And in a room full of surfers, they picked Henry Winkler to be <laughs> the Fonz. So it, it, you never know. It's, it's 
it's a crapshoot. You don't know what they want, and when they see it, if it's you, they'll say, aha, and if it's not, they'll say, next. He was the uh, thumb at the finger convention, right? He stood out. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, we want to uh, thank Jerry Kane for coming. Reese, we definitely have to have him back. There's too many questions, uh, you know, and this is serious stuff about this retirement and what people should do that are millennials and Xers, whatever you call them all. Uh, they got to lock this stuff down. So we want to have Jerry back and uh, so many interesting guests. Uh, and, and this stuff can be game changers. And I, I like going back in the history too. I, we do have a wide variety, you know, from, uh, from the financial to, uh, you know, when they're mentioning some of these actors from the past, which you and I remember, you know, when they, we don't want to date ourselves, but when they mentioned Jack Parr, or, you know, the Tonight Show, when they talk about Jay Leno and uh, who the host is today, I mean, we can step back further than Jay. Jay was the new guy, and it was Johnny right. before him. Do you remember when Johnny? I remember when Johnny first started. And I remember was, when Johnny was, first started. Yeah, the skinny guy, and he was a little nervous when he first started. And before him, who was it? Uh, yeah, Jack Parr. Jack, Jack Parr. Jack yeah. Parr. And uh, I don't know. Jack Benny didn't have the Tonight Show. He had the no. Jack Benny show. Jack Benny, uh, had, yeah, he had his own show, which is playing on one of the oldies channels. So yeah. you can go back and look at all those shows, the Jack Benny show and, um, oh, I, I can't think, Make Room for Daddy, Danny Thomas. Oh, yeah. And uh, all of those shows are be playing at night, late night. Amazing. <laughs> so. Amazing. I love it. So with that, the Easy Way Wall of Fame is rocking and rolling. And uh, we want to just keep up with all this stuff. This is amazing stuff. And talk about interaction. Um, the wall is, is really uh, the way to interact with each other. But uh, And the influence effect, Eric's book, a lot of interesting stuff. And with that, Reese, I think I'm looking at the clock. We're running out of time. But uh, next Monday morning, guys. Remember tomorrow's, remember tomorrow's June 15th? Yep. It is going to be opening Open. up all of California. Most places you will not be required to wear a mask. But check to make Open sure before gates. you get there. You got it. Till then, uh any closing words, Reese? We're, we're going to move on till uh, let's see, next Monday morning, ten o'clock, and we will uh, we will update you on uh, Reese's tech time and and the uh, what do we got? All the hot topics, and uh, I believe we're going to have Billy Moore coming on with us next next Monday. Uh, Archie Moore, the the world class boxer, his son. But till then, Reith, I guess it, boy, the weeks go by so fast, the months go by so fast. I can't it's hard to keep is. up. So till then, then, guys. The uh, immortal, I was going to say, in the immortal words of Smokey the Bear, only you <laughs> can prevent forest fires. It's going to be hot, guys. Be careful. I had a little Smokey, Reith. I had a little Smokey Bear. Brings back old memories when you say that. Yeah, but till then, uh, keep 
keep uh, keep the faith and keep moving, guys. Next Monday morning, Reef and I will be back on Radio Boomers Live. But until then, we're signing out. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Aretha Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>